Hey guys, welcome to Athena's Might. I'm your host, Pauline, and this podcast centers around the benefits of strength training for women, female health issues, as well as how lifting benefits women's health in general. Throughout the show, I'll be bringing members from the Lady Lifters, the UNCC female weightlifting team slash club, and we'll be talking about their experiences about how weightlifting has benefited them physically, mentally, and emotionally. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Thank you. Hey guys, welcome back to Athena Smite. I'm your show host, Pauline Iliera, and this is episode 10, baby. Woo! 10 episodes. That's exciting and very nerve-wracking. I never thought I would really... This doesn't... This sounds so awful, but I didn't expect myself to invest so much time into podcasting and participating in an audio format, but it's been such a hell of a journey at my time here at UNCC. And I feel that I really just want to take a, I guess, a break from all like the scientific, like fitness stuff and kind of just scope back on a creator's perspective. And I know on my solo episodes, I tend to do a lot of these reflections and it does, I feel sometimes could feel repetitive to a lot of people, but there's just times where I feel that with a lot of fitness creators, they should really look back or any content creator look back on their journey, their own personal journey and how it's affected themselves and what they create. So with that out of the way, I do want to say that this is a very special episode because the day I am recording this, which is April 13th, 2023, marks my 21st birthday. Woo! Little applause here and there, little claps here and there. Um, this is very exciting, but quite daunting. Uh, <laughs> I look back and I'm just amazed by how far I've come and I didn't realize I could this sounds very depressing but I didn't think I would make it this far in life and I don't mean to bum anybody out to a start of an episode but that's just the reality of the situation at times especially with the stuff I've went through with depression and anxiety and having all these issues like I thought that it would define me or whatever but no it's you know what you do with the cards you're dealt with so I wanted to say uh first and foremost thank you all so much for listening to this podcast thank you to Uptown Audio for allowing me the opportunity to record with them for UNCC to even have this space to begin with because I didn't even know this existed. I just came into this school and I did not expect anything out of like these artistic projects and artistic endeavors. So yeah, uh, <laughs> I want to give so many more things to all my teachers, all my friends that I've made here, all my childhood friends and my family most uh, first and foremost because They've supported me from the very beginning, even when I thought that life would beat me down. And my garbage brain sometimes tells me I'm not strong enough otherwise. So thank you all. And last but not least, I thank myself. I am trying to express a lot more gratitude and appreciation for myself because I've put in a lot of time and effort into making sure that these episodes, not only are they informative in a sense, but they are encouraging they're empowering to a lot of young women and to maybe older women or anybody that wants to make a change in their life so I am thanking myself for doing that and later on this evening I'll be having a cute little mini birthday treat dinner with my friends so I'm very excited and very happy for that 
So to go over and to just think, talk more about during this episode, I really wanted to primarily reflect on some of my major challenges leading up to my 21st birthday and a huge breakthrough that I experienced. So fun fact, um, this might sound a bit depressing, but prior to me turning 21 today, I went through a breakup. And while it was very hard and very devastating, and it still is very hard and sad sometimes, it really pointed me into a direction of how I truly need to take time to myself to heal. And by me saying that, I'm not trying to say like, have a soul searching journey. Well, even though that's applicable for many people, but that just turned me into the direction of having to make time to recover from all the, I suppose, the after effects of going through like depression and learning how to cope, uh, teaching myself more coping skills and coping mechanisms, as well as learning like triggers and whatnot. Because during um, my relationship, while it was very much so healthy, I was I struggled a lot with depression during it. And it was very hard for me to communicate that. And as much as I did, I also did maintain uh, a fitness regimen. However, it's just like, it's very much so different when you are responsible or you acquire the responsibility of somebody else. And so I, it was, and I'm not dishing the, I'm not hashing this out towards anybody specifically, but it was a mutual and it was an amicable breakup. And I believe from that point, I was like, okay, I really do want to heal and whatnot. So uh, to, uh, I would say not to go too in depth of what happened in my past, I ended up researching the fact that my triggers, I am very much so like super sensitive. And I tend to think that my strength is determined by my physicality, not only, well, my physicality as well as not, hmm, I'm sorry, I'm like having a loss for words right here, but <laughs> I tend to undermine my mental fortitude. And because of that, I ended up thinking, okay, well, I should probably go to therapy more often. However, that may not be the case. Uh, I feel that I am recovering pretty well and I am very happy with that. However, I have learned and researched this new thing and I am not a psychologist by any means, but there were a lot of events in my past that rendered me to think that my depression could overcome and overtake me and my anxiety could overrule me. And because of said events, I developed uh, a sense of fear of other people, of communicating with other people. And when I research these, and I'm not trying to self-diagnose myself here, but just explaining possibilities that I'm going to talk to about with a mental health professional, I have a high, um, I would say I have very common symptoms of uh, post-traumatic stress disorder or PTSD as or uh, complex PTSD, which is the latter is essentially multiple, like more than one event transpired a lot of incidents or a lot of memories that I've long since suppressed since my uh, childhood that severely impacted me from communicating my needs to in a more like training sense, I would sometimes just kind of forget to eat. I wouldn't really want to feed myself. And I know this sounds very depressing, but this is the wholehearted truth that 
I believe that, yes, I did go through a breakup and I'm not trying to undermine it, but it really showed to me how much more I have to heal from my past. And I think that's something I'm very happy to celebrate the fact on my 21st birthday because not only do I have the time to spend with the people I love most, I get to spend it with me and trying to learn how to appreciate myself. So with that jargon, not necessarily jargon, with that little tidbit out of the way, because of this turning point, I ended up investing a lot of time and I started trying out and experiencing my possibly my first martial art that I've done I think in five or six years, I don't necessarily know, which is Muay Thai. So I, <laughs> this is probably my favorite part of this whole leading up to my 21st birthday. I, so my sister and I go to a gym in uh, one of the towns that we lived by. And it's like one of those garage gyms, like a private garage gym, but they're a martial arts oriented gym. So they have some weightlifting equipment, but they primarily do like martial arts and stuff like that. So my sister, she was wanting to get back into martial arts and I had been researching Muay Thai for a long time. So fun fact in 2020, so when the, co when the COVID, when the pandemic hit, I actually would do like the Muay Thai drill exercises in my room because I was still in that phase of like, oh, I don't want anybody to watch me work out. I feel kind of embarrassed and stuff like that, which I think is a very common phenomena to go through when you're just now working out. But I remember like doing like the the tips, the teeps, if that's what they're called, like the little knee knee kicks or the shin kicks. And I remember learning how to do like the jab, the hook and the cross and stuff like that. And to go back to that point but revisit it with more enthusiasm more will to just even learn I feel that the breakup was very awesome and pointing me to the directions like you should check out Muay Thai like that's pretty cool <laughs> so I'm very grateful for that and um with doing Muay Thai and weightlifting on the side I've felt a renewed sense of not only of obviously like a distraction so because I'm a firm believer that if you do go through a breakup you definitely should like in my opinion like not talk to your ex-partner for a long time and try out new things and try out new hobbies and that's what I did so I started Muay Thai at first like when I go to the sessions it's like me and a bunch of other people so it's like a group setting and we're just taught like new combos, uh, new little drills. And here's the thing. I haven't done a martial art in so long. So I'm a complete baby like novice. I'm a beginner. I don't know how to do some of these things. I forgot how to punch people. I still know how to kick people. Okay. But I forgot how to punch. And I'm afraid of being punched. And it's just not a good combo. So I would go to the session just feeling, <clears throat> excuse me, just feeling very nervous and very afraid. I feel like, oh my God, I feel so stupid. But here's the thing. To feel that way and to even still do it is so commendable because there's nothing like a learning experience feeling as if you're a fish out of the water. You know, that's, in my opinion, that's the best way I've ever had to learn things because when I came to America, I was a fish out of water. Like, I barely knew how to speak English. I only learned English fluently through reading books with my mom and then eventually I opened up to my classmates. So... I've had that experience and to have it happen again at like 20 years old is just so unfathomable. But it was very helpful because in the midst of a breakup, in the midst of grieving a future relationship, in the midst of, you know, 
losing someone you love, you turn back to yourself and you think that, oh, there, there's you, like there's still me that I need to learn how to love. And however, with that statement, I'm a firm believer that you can't fully 100% love yourself. I know that's a very, very unpopular opinion, but I feel that in, I think that love, that the idea of fully loving yourself or self-love comes deeply from self-gratitude and self-acceptance. Because in my opinion, and uh, when, what I learned in the relationship is that love is very much so... I suppose it's like a grounding experience for me. It's a very calming, soothing experience. And just acceptance, it's very much so coming from that love and that appreciation, from that gratitude of the responsibilities that you learned from. So with that in mind, I turned back to myself metaphorically and I was like, you know, I still I still want to help you grow. I still want to show you love. And in doing so and trying new things and being willing to be uncomfortable with the un- the reality of oh my god I'm doing something new for like the first couple of times is so uh it's so gross mentally for me because I am one of the people I'm one of those people that needs to know everything but you can't know everything in life so I had to dwell in uncertainty and that was really hard for me but it was great because now I am wanting to practice more of the drills, but I'm wanting to practice more on fundamentals and basics. Here's the thing. I grew up with my siblings that were super into martial arts. I grew up watching those old Bruce Lee movies, those old Jackie Chan movies in the Philippines. And I, I'm just so happy to say that I'm definitely, <laughs> I'm definitely living my dream. Okay. I'm definitely living my old Kung Fu badass warrior. Um, dream and it's just it's something that my little uh 10 year old self would be so proud of to see like she she would never like her four foot self would just look at me and be like what the hell she can do that so to think of it that way I think so far I've had a really great birthday uh for me I really feel that Muay Thai is a great gift on my birthday and I do recommend anybody to try a martial art to really try not only try something new but to try and discover more things about yourself and gain confidence in not only your technicality but your willingness to just do new things and I think that's a very important message to have especially on birthdays where there's this overall theme in birthdays where it's like you suddenly could have a drastic change and that's true so I highly recommend trying new things on your birthday and I don't know just obviously spending time with the people you love is amazing so to i in my opinion i think if i want to talk more about what i love about muay thai so much is that it's a very um not only is it a very taxing martial art because it is a combat sport so for me when i did karate i wasn't as like tired but compared to muay thai where it's a lot more cardio a lot more striking and grappling and stuff like that i'm winded like i am dying (laughs) at the end of a session and driving home i just want to watch youtube in my bed and just never leave my room but uh i think my favorite part of muay thai is the brutality and the discipline that comes from it so unfortunately for me i only go to muay thai once a week but since i have four like four or five days prior leaving leading up to that i do like a lot of weightlifting in the gym and then i'll just do the cardio oh a cardio 
uh, a cardio exercise I actually enjoy are drills. So I'll do that after I lift and it actually works out really well for me. So I'm so happy about that. And it's cementing more of the combos that I've learned in class into my memory. And I'm very happy about that. So it's it's that and doing both weightlifting and Muay Thai has kept me on a dis like a regiment and I feel a lot more disciplined than I did. And obviously, like when I was in a relationship, I was spending more time with my part with my ex partner, and um, we we did go out often. But I still made the time to go to the gym, and that's always something I commended myself for that I never wanted to really deviate from the things I loved. And in trying out Muay Thai, I've learned that. This is something I really want to hold on to for a long time because I have a tendency to just try new things and then I'm be like, mm, I don't really feel it. But Muay Thai is different because not only could it save my life, but it's just fun to kick things. <laughs> it's just fun to punch things. I'm not a violent person, I promise you, but uh, it's a very different type of intimacy, uh, especially when I'm doing drills with a partner. It's like not only do I learn a lot of things about myself, but I tend to overanalyze or most importantly, when I've been going to these sessions, it's that I'm a very analytical learner. I am a type of person that I have to ask how and why do these things work? I can't be just one of those people that's like, that learns things on the fly. I'm so jealous for people that can do that. First and foremost, I don't know how you guys do it, but I commend you. I wish I had your skill because I really have to take the time out to do that. And it sucks, but oh well. But I am very happy that I started that because I could wear dresses and my shins and my knees are all bruised up. But I just feel like a badass doing <laughs> I just feel like a badass doing that. So it's awesome. And it's just, oh man, it's very exciting. And I love it. And it's it's wonderful to really fall in love with something you never thought you could fall in love with before. Uh, another thing that I wanted to bring up on this beautiful uh, birthday episode was that uh, earlier I was explaining uh, gratitude, uh, expressing gratitude for your younger self and how they did what they had to do to become the person you are now. So I have been very reflective. So after my breakup, I journaled often and I do love to journal and I went to my my therapist I talked about it with a lot of people in my inner circle and I learned that even though I did a lot I did make a lot of mistakes in my relationship I also learned that my past self my 15 year old self my 10 year old self my six-year-old self she had to do a lot of things she had to struggle through a lot of shit for lack of a better word, to become the person that she's always wanted to be. And slowly and surely, I am here. And I, I'm i not trying to sound selfish or anything, but with the idea of birthdays, I think it's very important to express gratitude for who you were in the past because we are only so human. We are very much so nuanced, nuanced complex, and things are not always black and white as much as we wished it to be. So I am just very proud of myself and I'm very happy that I've come so far from a little girl that couldn't speak English in the States to a girl that speaking English on a podcast is her thing now. <laughs> I, I've come so far and I'm just very happy. And you can hear it in my voice too. I don't know if you can hear me smile, but it's, it's quite emotional. 
because honestly, like what I said, I never thought I would get this far. I never thought I could really amount to a lot of things in my life. I I went through life, and it's not for me to sound dramatic, but with depression, it does make you feel that you can't really amount to anything. It's like you're you're faced with climbing a mountain when you have no equipment to climb a mountain with, but you have a force in front of you. That's how it feels like. And for me to just cope with depression and anxiety, I just decided I have to go into the forest, but I, I don't have to go into it alone. I have people who I love and people that love me that will go with go in the forest with me. So it's a very lovely thing. And to really, I guess, come to realization with my battles i've loathed myself for years i've had a lot of self-hatred and after i had broken up i remembered like i did go into like depressive episodes and you know like when you break up with someone you're like oh my goodness like what could i have done what you know like you have all these hypotheticals but the only thing i did not only thing but a lot of the things or a revolving theme with me recovering from that and then turning into a place of healing, a place of, okay, I want to get more help for my past. I want to seek out more types of therapy was just forgiving yourself, forgiving your mistakes, forgiving who you are now, and possibly forgiving future mistakes you'll make. Because it's, I feel that um, forgiveness is very hard and it takes time. I think, in my opinion, the way I was taught with forgiveness is that it's a one-time thing when it's really not you forgive yourself in phases of the problem or whatever struggle you're going through and doing that was very digestible and it helps me out a lot more than I would think and I I'm happy now and it's just lovely to hear so while this is a pretty uh rambly episode I do just want to encourage a lot of people to appreciate yourself and appreciate the strength that you have to just live your life day by day. Something I learned during my breakup, even before I had gone with my part with my ex-partner. Oh my gosh, see? Oh Lord. <laughs> I'm stumbling. Before I had even gotten with my ex-partner, is that being a human being is hard. And the sooner you learn to be kinder and more patient with yourself the better and here's the thing those traits that i'm just talking about or lessons i'm learning they're also really fucking hard <laughs> i don't know how to be patient with myself i don't know how to express gratitude and to even say the words i think myself on a recorded podcast that will inevitably stream to a lot of people worldwide is daunting i never thought i would ever get to that but here we are and surprising myself i am <laughs> so it's just it's just so interesting and honestly I wouldn't have had it any other way uh I know that it's not necessarily part of training but relationships are very impactful on your fitness on your well-being and so as much as I am even feeling a little uncomfortable or awkward talking about a breakup I think that this would help a lot of people because Believe it or not, a lot of people I've met at the gym that started working out, a lot of them faced breakups and then they looked at themselves and they thought, I want to be better than who I am or the type of partner that I was. And uh, that's something I really recommend and I really even applaud. So that's why I'm doing this. That's why I'm recording because with the gratitude I've developed for myself and for 
oh, God knows how long, the gratitude, gratitude I have deserved, it's maybe helpful for somebody to hear someone say it for themselves. So I, <laughs> I'm just very excited because I get to spend time with the people I love. I'm also going to get a new tattoo. So that's exciting. I'm planning to get one. It's going to be hopefully on my upper back on the sides of my spine. So it'll be on the right side of my body and on the left side. And this is from a quote from the critically acclaimed manga by Takahiko Inoue, which is called Vagabond. And the quote is, there is no light for those who do not know, do not know darkness. Oh my goodness. That is... That is such a lovely phrase. There is no light for those who do not know darkness. I, mm, it's such a good, it's such a hard phrase in my opinion. And that is something I learned throughout um, separating with my ex-partner is that you really do have to go through the dark to find your light, to find your hope, to keep going. And I do want to have that tatted on my upper back, especially in Japanese, because I'm also a big fan of subtle tattoos. I love a good tattoo. So um, for those who are just listening, in real life, I have the Berserk uh, brand of sacrifice on my left forearm. And I love that one because I've had a lot of people just point it out and be like, oh my God, it's a brand of sacrifice. I'm like, yeah. And you can also tell I love anime uh, manga. And this is true. But that one means a lot to me because I went through so much shit in my past that I'm still here. I'm still struggling and I'm still persevering. And with a subtle tattoo on my back, it's one of those things It's like, it's always going to be with me forever. Sometimes I won't see it. So, however, my plan for any listener that's like, how can you have that quote, all that quote on your upper back on the side of your spine? Well, here's the kicker. I designed my own tattoo concept for this. And I had the help of one of my girlfriends, my Japanese girlfriends, Mire. And I had her uh, help me translate that into kanji or like the formal way the formal script of writing japanese into oh my gosh like i can't oh my god i get so excited thinking about it but i had her help me translate it into kanji so i drew it all out by myself and for those <laughs> who are new to this podcast or just you're still listening i'm not sure how uh, i can speak different languages so I can speak a little bit of Russian and I can speak mostly day-to-day -day Japanese. So I had my girlfriend Mire help me. And the quote from the English translation of there's no light for those who do not know darkness, the Japanese phrase to say, while it's not a direct translation, it's like a very close translation, is So I want all of that tatted on my upper back. And it's just something that'll keep me going. It's something that I want to really have because that's what it feels like when you have a lot of things in your head that battle you every day you feel that you can't really do things you're not up to it but you do have the strength and for this tattoo to be on my back a part where i don't see often it's like it's always there it's a constant reminder that it's always there so i'm very excited hopefully it will cost a reasonable amount with my tattooist <laughs> But I think it will. And I'm just very happy to sit and have my own space and share my thoughts with you guys because I've loved this. I've loved this journey of having people come on my show to interview them, talk about their experiences, and to, I don't know, to just open everybody's eyes, I guess, to the beauty of 
bettering yourself and to a lot of women maybe you may not have a safe space to do that and i'm hoping that this one is so man that was a whole lot of personal stuff but i really loved it i really loved getting personal with you guys i really love talking about this stuff because it matters to me in real life i'm a very personable person you can talk to me about a lot of things and i'd be like yeah that rocks i'm very enthusiastic with that but i i just feel very grateful and i feel a lot of love and warmth in having this message also i'm really hungry <laughs> and i i'm not too sure where i would leave off of this note but i just wanted to say it one last time thank you for listening to my podcast thank you whoever you are wherever you are I hope you can look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself that you are proud of yourself. I've been trying to do that. Shit is so hard, but you know what? Somebody's got to do it, and hopefully that someone is you. <laughs> so, again, happy birthday to me. Ooh, happy 21st birthday. I'll be probably dancing away or doing karaoke or uh, doing karaoke or doing, or I don't know, playing video games or drawing. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. And as usual, have a good one.